haters said I couldn't do it because I am going through it. Okay, but here I am tonight on the Hannibal Analysis podcast and yeah, media munchies, all that. I'm just gonna, I have like a lot to say about this one. I don't want to rush. I just want peace. I just want peace and love in the universe and I won't rush. Maybe that'll be better. Okay, today we're going to talk about Hannibal and we're going to talk about some very interesting hashtag symbolism that goes on in this episode. Oh my god, I don't even have the name of the episode. I thought I was organized, but then I took too long to do this one. (laughs) Yeah, I posted my little um, Will Graham drag thing on (laughs) my drag insta. Check it out. Will to power drag. What am I doing? Oh yeah. I'm going to get the script up, actually, just in case, just in case, but I probably won't read it. Oh my god, my laptop is blocking the Hannibal stands. Do you know livingdeadguy.com? My my thing is blocking, my computer is blocking that website, so I can't even look at the script. Okay, never mind. Let's forget that and just look up Hannibal season one because I I still have a lot to say and it's a good like it's a train of thought you know and it's a and it's I don't know I just think it's good like a good observation of how this ties in it took me a couple times to really get this like I've watched it once twice long time ago and then recently at least twice maybe three times because I sort of remember watching it semi-recently meaning up to a year ago I don't know when I was trying to do this okay it has the episodes here (laughs) this is just to get the name so this is season one episode nine true normal right true normal oh god I should have looked up what this is what is a true what's like a pause between dishes yeah I mean I guess I can see that It's like a little bit of a filler episode, but at the same time, it's like, ooh, this is heavy, like, symbolism and foreshadowing that they're doing here, and I'm really glad to be back at the Hannibal Analysis Project, actually. Let's just address the elephant in the room. I haven't done this for at least a year. I was actually gonna try and put this out on Valentine's Day, but no. I feel like I've learned a lot about symbolism, like, different methods of analysis based on theories relating to a song of ice and fire which is game of thrones and yeah different channels david lightbringer shout out in deep geek he okay anyways whatever whoever and i've gained a new way to analyze and that's why i found this one well not really because it took me two watches recently so yeah true normal oh it's a stomach settler so it's like in between meals. I get it. I get it. That's pretty cool. But it's interesting because Will is definitely unsettled in this episode. Okay, I just went off on five different tangents. Maybe maybe it means it's a filler episode. It's it's really interesting the way they do it. They they do have progression of the plot in this episode, but it's like it's like all revelations instead of action, which I think is interesting. And the murder plot is like <laughs> I was thinking it's not that good, but like, 
I see how they tie it in now, and I didn't see it at first. So, starts off, um, murder plot, they go to a crime scene, Jack is just, <laughs> I love how he stands in the background while Will does his, you know, thing, and then Will dissociates and winds up in Hannibal's office, and he doesn't remember how he got there, he like drove apparently, because it's like three hours, and it's like, what? And Hannibal's like, you're dissociating, Will. At first, I thought he was giving him good advice because he says, you're having trauma relating to this, like, whole looking at crime scenes thing. And I was like, oh, he cares. And, I mean, I believe that he does. And then he's immediately like, don't get a brain scan. Don't do that. Is it because he smelled it on him in a previous episode? I think so, but I'm not going to pretend that I remember those earlier episodes because the last time I rewatched those was over a year ago. So (laughs) no insight from that. Sorry, but I do have some good insight here. So basically he's like, tell me about the crime scene. They chatted out and Hannibal's like, why? Oh yeah, the bodies are like in a totem pole. And then Will says he's marking his achievements. And then (laughs) Hannibal does his classic gaslight girlboss gatekeep and he's like you empathize with killers like so much will um be careful you might hurt yourself or someone else wink and he's like obviously planting that idea foreshadowing right interesting scene just getting started with the murder plot then we have freddie lounge they're talking about will and they're talking about writing a book on abigail oh yeah this is abigail and freddie lounge talking about writing a book Freddie has a good quote about, well, feeling like your father makes him feel like a killer, which I mean, yes and no, right? And gay dads <laughs> and all that. But then I looked up what, because <laughs> the bodies are in a totem pole and I looked up what totem poles represent to see if there's like any symbolism and it's said commemorating history. So it's like commemorating the history and legacy of this one guy. And it all ties into the themes of legacy and family. Now, that comes out in an interesting way because I didn't realize, like, it's killing and it's family. So, equals murder family. And the guy on the totem pole, he gives a place of honor to somebody who he killed, who he thought, oh, I'm glad I killed him. He was, spoilers, he was the son of the wife that I, that left me or something and it was the son with another guy. Oh, I killed him. <laughs> right? Like, this this murderer confesses it all at the end and gives a place of honor to someone he was wanted to kill, and then he made all the other ones look accidental, which, interesting method here. We'll see how this connects. Um, then there's a straight scene, you know, and I just love <laughs> the line. I don't want to be with you because I think you're unstable. And that's just straight up honesty from Alana. Like, yeah, read him. And she's like, do you feel unstable? And Will's like, hell yeah, you got me, girl. And it's very, you know, they're, they're such, like, I don't know if they meant to do this, but they, they are giving beards for each other. And, well, they were. <laughs> they were, basically. But, you know... Maybe some people thought they had chemistry. I did not. (laughs) Moving on. Oh, gay dad scene with Hannibal, Will, Abigail. 
is this recording? I just got so paranoid. Okay. Hannibal, Will, and Abigail. And Abigail's like, just because you killed my dad does not mean you get to become one. And it's like, ouch. She read him. And then she talks about how she wants to write about her family trauma, as in build a totem pole of history. And she mentions that she wants to talk about Will and Hannibal, which is sort of like putting at them at the top of the totem pole as the place of honor. Because they're talking about, oh, you're so important to me, Abigail, blah, blah, blah. And Hannibal obviously has his own, like, he does not want this book to be written. And he also, it's the theme of killing. He's like, should I kill and put Abigail at the top of my totem pole because she is important to me, whatever. And in the book, Abigail wants to tell people she's innocent, as in accidental deaths. But the thing is, they weren't accidental because she helped her father kill, right? That's revealed later, but she helped her father kill these girls. And she's saying, in this book, my totem pole, I I want to... Does this make any sense? I hope this makes sense. But like, I want to show all these accidental deaths, talk about them, my trauma, right? But she's going to frame them as accidental deaths, just like the totem pole guy, but have the place of honor, which is the connecting factor. And that's Will and Hannibal and like sort of admit to that. But Hannibal's like, nah. And he says, if you open that door, you cannot control what comes through. Like, bruh, you might get caught, you annoyance. And, you know, by making the totem pole, you might get caught, just like the killer, which is so weird. Like, usually it's Hannibal and the killer who are, like, similar, but, like, now it's Abigail, and it's so weird. It gives this episode, like, this dark, dark edge. (laughs) Anyways, more on that later. And then, and this is how it connects, too, because Jack and... Alana are arguing about whether they're going to question Abigail about the death of Nick Boyle. And Jack is like, bruh, let's just do it. Let's just go in there, show her the dead body of Nick Boyle, even though she's been having nightmares about it. And Alana's like, what the hell no? And Jack's like, no, fuck her trauma. Let's do it. He's right. But, you know, (laughs) Jack is Jack. And Hannibal's Hannibal. He's in there being sketchy as hell. And he's like, you know, if you want, you can. And the script says something about, like, he doesn't really want this to happen because he's worried. And then you find out that the body of Nick Boyle, there's a scene where there's somebody ice picking and finding Nick Boyle's body. And then in the script, it's implied to be Abigail, but I didn't know that until I read the script. But they don't like make it clear in the in the show which i find insane like that's an important detail and then they imply it later i didn't catch that in my first like four or five rewatches and it's like a really really subtle line later but like yeah she uncovered it i guess she did it because of her nightmares and then and she just wanted to be over so then they go in they <laughs> jack asked those direct questions <laughs> And it's like, um, are they allowed a cab? Someone call a lawyer or not? (laughs) You know, they're kind of too. But anyways, she's good at evoking sympathy. She's trying to deflect um, this whole thing. And 
I feel like she is like a little manipulative and it shows like murder family and you're not really like you think Abigail's like so innocent or you don't but like you're like she must be the whole the whole way through but there's this dark undertone right and Alana (laughs) Alana's like yeah obviously Abigail's hiding something because like she does seem like she's hiding it but Alana's like no it's not the murder of Nick Boyle because Hannibal was there and he wouldn't lie and it's like well (laughs) necessarily it's so weird because they never find this out they never go back and they're like yeah that one thing about Nick Boyle like he totally lied about Abigail he so uh but yeah it's wild how many lies (laughs) just Hannibal's like web of lies is everywhere so yeah uncover the body then they wow I guess we're at the part where they find the totem pole killer and he confesses the whole thing conveniently because they didn't have much time in the episode but like very dramatic speech and he let them find him that's what he says just like how Abigail uncovered the body and he says I just don't have the fight in me because he's old or whatever and he wanted to get caught And he says, I want to get caught to secure my legacy. Like, no one will forget me. And it's like, she wants to write the book to secure her legacy. And then Abigail has all these nightmares. (laughs) And she says something similar. Like, I I couldn't do this anymore or something. And that's why she uncovered it. Maybe I wrote it down later. But anyways, so then his speech has so many little nuggets. He's like... I could wave at a lady and smile, talk to her knowing I killed her husband. And later on in the episode, they show Abigail, like, smiling at girls on the train, knowing that her dad will murder them. It's kind of fucked up, and that's where the dark undertone comes in. And I don't know if that was intentional. I mean, it's gotta be, right? I I wrote crackhead idea, but I'm starting to think, like, it's not that parallel because there's too many other parallels and it's so weird so then they the reveal is the head of the totem pole was his own son so the reveal is the wife or whatever story i said (laughs) actually had his son and raised uh the son with the other dude and so it wasn't securing his legacy he was actually murdering it and that's what will graham says your only act was a father was to destroy your own son and I think it's interesting and that's another foreshadowing moment to Hannibal how he kills Abigail and in like an act of desperation and he got rejected right just like the guy and the lady who ran off and (laughs) that's interesting it could be I don't know it was a bit convoluted to get this whole uh, mirror plot and the foreshadowing because it's like, is it Hannibal? Is it Abigail? Or is it Will, maybe? I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention to Will. Wow. Imagine. Imagine that. Will to power. Not paying attention to Will. But anyways, yeah, I should have done this episode in drag. I was going to be Will Graham, but that's too much. <laughs> Let me just record this episode, be normal, and then I'll get back to drag and I'll do a little video, whatever. I took a picture. It's fine. (laughs) I just do not have the energy right now. 
you know, here's my life lesson of the day. Just do the bare minimum and you'll have done something. There we go. That's my depression advice. Now, back to Hannibal. It, Will has a dream of like Abig- of stabbing Nick Boyle and then it turns into Abigail stabbing him and then that's how he figures out that Abigail killed Nick Boyle. And then there's this iconic scene. I'm going to link it because it's there's an edit of it that is so funny where Will walks in and he's like, Abigail killed Nick Boyle. And Hannibal's like, I know, or something, whatever. Then Hannibal thinks, oh shit, Will knows. I'm touching that scalpel. I'm about to, you know, I want to protect Abigail because he's sick. Actually, to be honest, then they protect each other, right? Because if Abigail gets caught, then it's like, um, I'm going to get caught. So he, he does care about Abigail, but he is a bit, you know, he's shown to be that self-preservation kind of thing. And then he literally says, Hannibal says, we are her fathers now. We need to protect her. And Will's like, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. And then Hannibal says, do I need to call my lawyer? Like to defend Abigail. And he's fully saying, do I need to fucking kill you? Because you're going to tell, you're going to snitch on me and snitch on Jack. And then they have a little homosexual hand touch. And then Hannibal's like, we are doing the right thing. It sort of sort of shows like a smelling moment, but it might not be a smelling moment. It might just be like a gay moment. I don't know. Apparently they weren't trying to make it gay in the first season, but I don't I don't believe you with we are her fathers now. I don't believe that. And yeah, good scene. And then they have a dinner with Freddie. Han- of course Hannibal's hosting. And Will is there and Abigail's there. And I said dream blunt rotation, because it's true. It's true. And they're like, we'll post a, we'll post, we'll put in the book a version of the truth. And it's like (laughs) PTA meeting going on here. And (laughs) Freddie is a vegetarian, right? Lesbian. Um, And she's like, this salad is so good. Shame to ruin it with all that meat. And then Hannibal's like, wink, wink. And then Abigail, I don't know, she does something and goes over to Hannibal and says, oh, figures out, she's like, Will knows. And Hannibal's like, well, yep, he's good though. He'll keep the secret. We are gay dads. And then there's the reveal and she's like, I helped him kill those girls. And then Hannibal's like, well, (laughs) more reason you'll keep my secret. Let's just keep, (laughs) keep it together. And then there's the scene that shows the flashback. So overall, (laughs) very interesting themes of securing your legacy, making a name for yourself, telling your story through different means, through murder, through talking about murder, through being gay, all kinds of stuff like that. (laughs) This episode's okay. Personally, I think it's good, but there could be better episodes hopefully coming up. I think the next one is really scary, so I've only watched it a couple times. So it'll be interesting to see, but this one was cool. First sort of will dissociating moment. Well, there are probably others, but like, I don't know. What does he do when he goes into those trances? Is he dissociating or is he like... Anyways, this was a lot for Will. A lot for Will to handle, of course. And secrets revealed, secrets being kept, and all that stuff. So 
who knows what I will do next. Maybe another one of these because they're really fun and I love Hannibal. Or maybe I will do something drag-like. I don't know. Let me just tell you, House of the Dragon, that's on pause. We don't need to talk about that. We don't talk about Bruno, no, no. Okay, just <laughs> personal baggage. I'll talk about this all I want because it's my thing. <laughs> no one can take Hannibal from me. And I'll talk about drag, maybe. Drag race or other drag stuff in general. But yeah, I'm so glad I did this. You know what? And it's not that long and it's like sort of long. And hopefully I'll get to post it soon. I'll see you next time on Media Munchies Podcast. Bye!